Free Spirit Academy is about you getting to be fully yourself. My name is Randy Moss, and I'm an eating psychology coach, breathwork teacher, and training to become a somatic experiencing practitioner. And these episodes are talks and conversations on freedom with food, body, and ultimately everything that you are. I am so happy that you're here. So this is going to be part one of this episode. My very special guest who I'm really excited about actually had COVID recently when we were supposed to talk. So we're in the process of rescheduling that. So you can keep an eye out for that second part of the episode. Um, In a recent podcast episode, I talked about 2021 being kind of a big year for receiving diagnoses, and one of which was an autoimmune situation that likely looks like lupus. And that was a huge deal for a lot of reasons, Um, and one being all the resistance that I've had towards seeing professionals and asking for help. And I talk more about that in the previous episode. The other thing that happened, I want to set up a little bit first, even though I've mentioned this on social media and you've likely seen the title of this episode, but here we go. Here's the setup. I'm setting this up extra because as I have brought it up with friends and with loved ones, the initial reaction is kind of like, oh, like uncomfortable. And the conversation doesn't go very far. And I get why, like that was a little bit jarring at first, Um, but I get why. And I just want to say from the start that this has been such a very, very good thing. And that is that I began to suspect at the beginning of the year that I had ADHD. And it was when I was at home doing a very normal thing. I was reading something like five articles at once. So I have five tabs open and like I read a paragraph and I switch to the next article and I read another paragraph and I switch to the next article and so on. And eventually I get through all the articles. So I'm doing this and suddenly I'm like, oh, oh my God. I don't think this is the usual protocol for reading articles. Um, It had never occurred to me before that I might have ADD or ADHD. And my understanding is that the two types of ADHD are now classified under inattentive and or hyperactive ADHD. Um, But I don't see this everywhere. You may hear other people describing um, ADD versus ADHD. Anyways... I had the cliche in my mind that this was something for hyper little boys, you know, it was something that hyper little boys had. But what I learned explained so much of my childhood and my life and gave me a huge boost in being able to love the parts of myself that I had come to believe so deeply, just bone deep, that were just lazy or stupid which are common core wounds in ADHD folks particularly. It has been a massive piece in that feeling that I was off somehow and couldn't put words to it. And now, of course, it doesn't feel off. It feels very, very on. Like, I've always had a low tolerance for what wasn't working. And challenging as it was and still can be, I 
would not trade my brain slash nervous system. It was a curse trying to fit into the education system, the capitalist system, the religion I grew up in, the ways of being that were expected, but it's been a gift in continuing to find new ways of living that feel supportive to this particular human. Something I learned is that girls are so commonly undiagnosed because their symptoms tend to look like daydreaming, spacing out, having a hard time focusing, and often they are very smart. And so their struggle isn't seen. They just get in trouble for not trying hard enough or for having so much potential and just not living up to it. We're often seen as lazy, but have brains that have an incredibly hard time doing anything that isn't interesting or important to us. It is excruciating to try and focus on something that doesn't seem relevant or isn't interesting. I barely passed high school. I remember asking my mom and and my teachers that I trusted, why? Like, why? Whole thing. Why? Why was I there? Um, what, What any of this applied to for my life and the life that I envisioned for myself? And nobody could give me a satisfactory answer. It was just kind of like, you just have to do it. You just have to do it. And yeah, I barely passed, but I wasn't lazy. I wasn't stupid. I would get up at 5 a.m. so I could go for a run and practice violin and my singing lessons and guitar and piano and work on lines for theater. I would devour a book in a weekend if I was interested. If I'm engaged, I'm very, very fast. And a part of me, as I was learning this, felt so angry that this wasn't seen when I was young and that I struggled so long to value and understand myself. And on the other hand, unmedicated ADHD is a whole trip, truly. Um, In order to make a life that I could bear to live, I have had to be so creative and let other people think what they think. When I sat down with a therapist to see if I could get professional confirmation on what I was seeing, there wasn't much that she could offer me. I mean, besides her like professional, like, yes, yes, I'm seeing what you're seeing. Definitely this lines up. Um, but there, like anything that she tried to offer, it was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. Uh, I've, I've figured out how to live well with this brain and this nervous system that just don't fit the structures that I grew up in, which I think is true for the majority. Uh, but for some of us, it's unbearable. So my brain is kind of (laughs) squirrely. There's not a lot of room in there for understanding directions or numbers or for seeing and remembering nitty gritty details. Reading one book at a time is not going to happen. Actually, no, it did recently. (laughs) I was delighted and very proud of myself and I don't know if I can do it again. Uh, There's always a stack. Um, However... I'm brilliant at seeing a big picture and making connections like I can often do with clients very quickly. I'm great at taking risks and dropping something as soon as I see that it isn't working. And I can make big changes and I see patterns and I can creatively problem solve. However, dealing with a lot of external stuff, 
makes my brain buzz. But I just don't have a lot of external stuff. Minimalism really works for me. I don't like to be in one place for very long. I love variety and adventure and new experiences. And I used to feel so much shame for not just, you know, doing the program and settling down and staying with a single career path and being committed and like just be peaceful doing it. Um, But the sensitive nervous system that comes with this brain just will not allow it. ADHD women often slip through the cracks because they present as gifted. Often we're more likely to be perfectionists or struggle with low self-esteem, so we're constantly trying to prove ourselves. And then there's also the element of hyper-focus when we're truly interested, where we can move and learn very quickly or become quite obsessive, which honestly can be awesome sometimes when used well. I wrote down this quote. I had this huge document to bring to the therapist when I was bringing this up. Um, And I had written down this quote, and I wish that I could find it so I could tell you who said it. Um, The quote is, neurodiversity may be as crucial for the human race as biodiversity is for life in general. ADHD is commonly considered a disorder. Um, And in fact, there's a lot of folks who would really like to have the name changed. It definitely did make growing up really challenging um, and being an adult really challenging. But I, again, wouldn't trade this brain and nervous system for anything, especially now that I'm coming to really understand it. Gabor Mate wrote a great book. Well, (laughs) I don't entirely agree with this book. his, I believe it's called Scattered, and his presentation, and this was written quite a while, quite a while ago, is that symptoms of ADHD are actually due to trauma, and I disagree with that, and my therapist disagreed with that, and a lot of people disagree with that, but there was a lot of great stuff in this book. It, it was still worth reading. Um, so he was talking about young young kids, young girls. And he, he himself has ADD. And he said, we are most at risk when our counter will is impossible to express. Many good little girls grow up to be depressed adults. And that hit me like, oh, I got that a thousand percent. My good girl persona was everything. But my actual self, my true nature, that was independent and wild and creative and self-motivated and just curious, endlessly curious, was deeply depressed and suppressed as she got older. Mentally depressed, emotionally depressed, physically just numb as a result because my feelings, my body's guidance system wasn't safe. So feeling nothing was what I knew until I was able to make myself safe with my own self. So my guest in part two of this episode coming sometime in the next couple of weeks is Sophie Tully of ADHD Naturally. She has a group on Facebook and she coaches. Um, And with this, I want to say that I'm not anti-medication for for ADHD or for anything. Um, Depending on the person and the circumstances, it may very well be a life-saving option, like the best option for a time or for forever. Um, This has just been my experience. I want to share other experiences, the options that are available. 
um, and I'm very excited to share her with you. Thanks so much for listening to this. I've been just thinking about this and so excited to, to share this in a way that is positive and hopeful. Um, I didn't write a good ending to this. Thank you so much for listening. I'll, I'll be back with Sophie next time. 